0: Hello, and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is November the 11th, 2022, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Great to be back with you today for another great episode of the All Rookie Podcast. And I don't say that flippantly. I've been sick for like a month with a sore throat. If you've been wondering where I've been, I haven't deserted you guys. I'm finally getting better. Put me on some steroids first day better. Let's do a pod. I missed you guys. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about, obviously, my rookies, but we're just going to go over how they've been playing thus far through the season. Uh, there's been 11 games played at the max right now. Well, 12 games max right now for some of the rookies. Some have played two, some have played 12, you know, any range in there. So we're going to cover it all, mainly with the top 15 guys and Go over their stats, how they're doing, even their fantasy rankings. So let's get straight to it like there's nothing to it. The number one guy, undoubtedly, almost in every category, Paolo Mancaro for the Orlando Magic. Number one pick in the draft. A bit controversial, but he is proven that he was a clear choice. Should have been a clear choice. He's the best player thus far this season. He's the leader in points, 23 and a half points per game for rookies. Leader in rebounds, 8.3. And second in assists with 3.6. Only behind Jaden Navi at 3.8. So, I mean, those are the three main categories right there, you know, especially offensively. And he's at the top of just about everything. He's second in minutes for rookies as well. So, you know, he's tied for sixth in blocks. I mean, he's just truly, truly, truly doing it all. Not that far behind in the top 10 with steals. Paolo Mancaro, through 11 games, like I said, 23 and a half points. He is shooting 46% from the field. He is averaging 8.3 rebounds per game, 3.5 assists, 0.7 steals, 0.9 blocks, three turnovers per game. And, you know, his only negative, you could say, is he's shooting 25% from three, but that's not a part of his game that he relies on. He truly is doing everything, shooting the J, breaking down the defender, playing in the post, playing from the perimeter, driving, creating, making his own shot, and, I mean, just bullying guys, bullying NBA players. And this is not the guy that we saw in Duke. When I was scouting, you know, I saw a guy, that could do a lot of these things, but was still a little raw, a little rough around the edges, not so aggressive. Now all of that has been pulled out of him, and right now he is playing like an NBA vet. I mean, you see flashes of Blake Griffin when he was with the Clippers in Palo, And, I mean, he's playing like an unprecedented rookie right now. And we, I did not see that coming into the draft. I had him ranked as my third uh, highest-ranked rookie. I figured he'd be third. And that was based off his college stats, but that's something we have to consider. You know, you can't predict the future, but it happens sometimes. Just because you're the number one guy in college does not mean you're going to be the number one guy in the NBA. And the same thing, if you're the number five guy, that doesn't mean you're going to be the number five guy. You could be the number one, number da 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 So, but, Paolo, the point is you can get better in the NBA. Your first initial thought is if he averaged 10 in college – that number is going to drop in the NBA because it's harder. He averaged 20 in college. That's going to be 15 in the NBA. Not necessarily, and not everyone is going to be in the same type of position, predicament that every other player is in. Some guys land in great landing spots, some do not. Clearly, this was the right spot for Paolo being dominant so far in 35 minutes per game. And you just want to see it continue. I mean, You kind of don't like seeing players peak this early because, I mean, it's a long season. You know, he'd be a third of the way done with his season in college right now. He's one-eighth of his way done in the regular season for the NBA. So, hopefully he doesn't burn out. Hopefully the Magic don't overwork him. But we will see what happens. You know, the Magic tweeted today. They said, Paolo is him. You know, and I mean, you can't really argue that. He's just been playing incredible. And you love to see it, and I hope it continues. And if you want to know in fantasy rankings, which will kind of blow your mind, considering everything I said, you would think, what, you know, he's potentially an all star right now with the numbers he's putting up. Where is he ranked in fantasy and category leagues? Probably 30th, right? 40th, 50th. He's ranked number 96. And that's just how it goes to show you how tricky fantasy rankings are. You know, that three-point percentage is not good. He only makes one three-pointer per game. You know, nothing is outstanding. Like, if he had two blocks per game, he'd be ranked 50 spots higher. He has one block per game. It's just little things like that fantasy category stuff. You can't really base how well a rookie's playing on their fantasy Numbers and standings because Paolo has been truly incredible, and there's not 96 guys, 95 guys better than him. It, however, you want to stack it, I'll tell you that right now. Let's go to the number two score as far as rookies thus far, and that is Benedict Matherin, the rookie for the Pacers, averaging 20.4 points per game. And he's shooting 46% from Phil, which is very close to Paolo, and he is shooting. from three. That is insane. That number will come down. You know, 43% is like Steph Curry levels. Um, But it's great to see. He's been playing well. He's not been playing like a rookie. He came in from day one, like, let's go. I mean, even before day one, he was asked who he wants to go up, go at the most. And he said LeBron James. You know, he wasn't pulling any punches, going straight to the top. You know, he's averaging three and a half rebounds per game, 2.2 assists per game, a half steal per game, and 0.1 blocks. So that's not a great number, but he's a shooting guard. You know, he's around 6'6", Palo's around 6'10", so the bigger guys will have more blocks. You just want to see Benedict continue to progress. You know, they're using him as a six man, no matter if someone's injured or not. They're bringing other guys off the bench ahead of him to start. They're keeping him on the bench roll. I don't know if that's an ego thing <laughs> or, you know, if they just know once he starts, he's never looking back. Rick Carlisle has been known to be uh, difficult with rookies. Um, so not really liking them at all, but there's no real, uh, you know, denying Benedict Matherin. And he is the second, second in running for, you know, rookie of the year. And unfortunately it's not a close race between one and two right now, <laughs> because you know, the rebounds assist the other numbers are not up there with Paolo or even with any other of the top five guys. So right now, Benedict is really killing it with scoring shooting well from the field, but you want to see some other numbers get up there, but you can't, you can't complain at all 20 points per game for a rookie, you know, one year out of college, uh, that's incredible, and he looks the part. Love it, love it, love it. Now, next we're going to our third-leading rookie. Now, we were at Paolo with 23, Benedict with 20. Now it's a drop. Jaden Navier next with 15.4 points per game, four, uh, 5.4 rebounds per game, four assists, one-and-a-half steals, and a half block per game. He is getting more blocks than you would expect. I expect that number two to go down, but he's playing very well all around. He came out of the gates hot. He kind of slowed down, and now he's going back, ramping back up again to playing well again. Those five rebounds are incredible for a small guard. You know, like I said, Benedict has three and a half. We would love to see his numbers go up, but you know, Jay Novice is Jay Navi is playing almost thirty-two minutes a game. Benedict's at 20, twenty-eight, so the minutes matter. But Jay Novice had Jay Navi has came in and fit well with. Kate Cunningham, you know, Kate has kind of taken a bit of a hit with all this rookie talent that's in there with him and Duran. You know, they got Bogdan Bogdanovich, a lot of guys now in Detroit. So Cade is taking a hit, but Jaden Ivey is still flourishing, playing very well. You know, he is shooting 32% from three. You got to love that, 44% from the field. So Jaden Ivey, our third leading scorer, um, third leading candidate for rookie of the year. It's really a three-man race and right now, but you can expect these next guys to move up in the standings. Let me tell you, um, I said Paolo was a 96th ranked in category. Jay Ivey is 104, and Benedict Matherin that I just went over is 133, and that's mainly because he's mainly points right now, but Jay navi has got those rebounds and even more blocks than Benedict Matherin, so that's why you see that big drop-off. Like I said, one rebound, one assist, one block, one, up, one assist, one block type of thing can move your numbers dramatically. So Jaden Ivy is 30 spots higher than Benedict, and the numbers aren't that different. But only numbers that don't really matter are points because he's five points per game more than Jaden, but Jaden has those other categories. Next, let's go to Keegan Murray, averaging 13 points per game, averaging four boards, one and a half assists, Almost one steal, almost one block per game. And those numbers are keeping him above water. But he is really on a downturn right now. His last few games have been pretty bad. And it was interesting that there's another guy that I'm going to talk about next who's been in a bit of a slump. And he's being killed by NBA Twitter. But Keegan Murray gets no slander. So it's interesting. But, you know, he's he's been in a pretty hard slump right now. But you have to think that's going to pick up. This is the thing with rookies, like I said with Jaden Ivey. Started up hot, came down, going back up. Keegan Murray's going to go through the same thing. Jabari Smith's going to go through the same thing. Just the higher you're drafted, the more you're going to be publicized about it. And the fact that Jabari was almost the first pick, he gets compared to Paolo a lot. And that's going to be hard to deal with because Paolo's playing so incredible. But Keegan Murray is... Fitting in pretty well with the Sacramento Kings. They are having a tough season. Per usual, getting a lot of referee issues going on. We'll just leave it at that. But, you know, Keegan still fourth in points. Even though, you know, things have not been going his way lately. I expect a turnaround coming soon. Keegan Murray is ranked 109. So, ranked higher than Benedict Matherin as well. Number five in scoring, Jabari Smith. Ten and a half points per game, six rebounds per game, 0.7 assists, 0.2 steals, one block per game. He has that one block, which is helping him out per game. But you really want Jabari to be doing more. And that's kind of greedy, in my opinion, because you see the other rookies like Benedict and Paolo flourishing offensively. And you want Jabari to do the same thing because he was as talented or more talented than both, in my opinion, more talented than both of those guys. In college, uh, he was just dominant. You know, he, he did play with Walker Kessler in the paint with him and he does not have a Walker Kessler right now in Houston. Um, so having a solidified big man may help Jabari. Um, the, we know the Rockets are kind of a cluster. Uh, they just have a lot of talent thrown around. They don't really know what they're doing. They're experimenting. They're trying to tank and Jabari is going through all the fields of that, but. The talent is there. There's no need to panic on him. Most rookies don't come out of the gate like Paolo or Benedict. You have to keep that in mind. Most rookies take a while to get started. Kobe Bryant was not good at all his first beginning of his season. Even in the playoffs, he played some horrible games in his first year. But with time, he obviously turned into the superstar that he is. So, I mean, at this point, people are just murdering rookies after 11 games, saying, calling him a bust, calling him not that good, saying he was the wrong fit. Oh, he shouldn't have even been considered number one. Like, it's been 11 games. Just think last year, Jalen Green was not good the first half of the season. He turned it on later. Even uh, Trey Young, he was not good the first half of his rookie season. He turned it on later. People love to top on the train of this rookie's not doing anything. He was drafting the top five. He's a bust. No, no. Not everybody comes out the same. People take their time. Jabari, this could be working out in Jabari's favor to go through his slumps now to get better in the long run. So stop putting all the pressures of your fantasy team on these rookies. They will get there. Next, I'm going to go with Shaden Sharp, averaging 9.5 points per game, averaging almost three boards, half assists, half steal, .3 blocks per game. He's starting to get minutes for Portland. Couple injuries here and there have gotten him minutes. Um, if I didn't say Jabari Smith is ranked number two hundred and ten, by the way, so that's that stands out. But <laughs> but Shaden Sharp is ranked number two thirty eight. It just happens like that. Shaden Sharp is playing really really well for a player I didn't think would play much at all this season because Portland is a very talented team, and you know they sat their guys last year because of injuries. This year they they're trying to win. Shayden Sharp sat out his would-be freshman year in college to not lose his draft stock. So you figure he's going to be rusty. The talent's there, but he's going to be raw, take time to develop. No, he's playing 21 minutes a game already for a team projected to make the playoffs and playing very well. And his teammates are loving him. You can see it when he's out there. He makes such good plays. He's such a young, bouncy guy. Um, His hops are all over the place on offensive end and defensive end. So, Portland made the right pick for them. Uh, Just hope to see more and more and more progression. You know, uh, he's shooting 51% from the field. He's not shooting a lot, but, you know, you just want to see all the other numbers continue to progress and Shane Sharps looking like a hit for Portland. Like I said, ranked 238. Number seven, Tari Eason averaging 8.6 points per game. Five boards per game, one assist, one and a half steals, and 0.6 blocks. Those one and a half steals are huge. You have to love that. That has him ranked number 124. Once again, above Ben Matherin. (laughs) Um, But Targisian is playing well in 18 minutes per game. They're treating him like Alperin Sengun last year. The talent's there. The minutes were not. So hopefully Tari will continue to press into minutes. They're trying to play Ed Gordon and, uh, you know, Sean Tate. Just play Tari Eason, okay? I know you want to trade Eric Gordon. You've been trying to trade Eric Gordon for five years. It's not going to (laughs) happen. Just play Tari Eason. Um, I'm loving this game. Uh, He showed in the preseason and post and, and summer league why he should have been a lottery pick like I had him projected. But he fell to 17 and has paid off for Houston already. Next, I want to do a little bit of news on Blake Wesley. You know, he injured his MCL. He's going to be out six to eight weeks. But as far as scoring per game, he was ranked eighth, but he's only played two games. And it was very unfortunate timing. Right when Josh Primo, Josh Primo, had his incident, or not allegedly, Blake Wesley began to get menaced and he began to flourish. And it was very short-lived because he soon after got injured. So that was very Depressing, um, because Blake looked good. I had him as a preseason um, all-rookie second-team player candidate. And he looked like he was well on his way, but he's going to be out for those two months. We'll see what happens when he gets back. But I wanted to give him a shout-out, because he still was at eight points right there. And Jalen Duran is next at 7.7 points per game, almost seven boards. Basically, no assists, no steals, but one and a half blocks per game. And he came out of the gate looking amazing. Jalen Duran looking like he should be starting for Detroit. But once again, with rookies, teams are weird. He is getting minutes while he can. Thankfully for him, Marvin Bagley's out. So that's allowed Jalen Duran to get minutes, perform well for this team, especially the blocks and rebounds. He's just been dominant. You pretty much, as long as he gets about 20 to 22 minutes per game, he's getting 10 and 10 which is ridiculous. So imagine he was getting 30 minutes per game. Uh, And, you know, you just love his young enthusiasm out there, his energy. Uh, He is ranked number 244. That is because of free throw percentage, basically. (laughs) He gets that up. He'll be in a good spot. But that's how these rankings are in non-cap fantasy. Let's go next to AJ. Uh, No, Jalen Williams from OKC. averaging 7.4 points per game. And one steal per game, other stats minuscule. But Jalen Williams is a player that we expected to come out of the gates hot, but he got hurt in the first game. That he's, He missed about four or five games. Since then, he's been working his way back to getting back into the rotation, averaging 20 minutes per game. And I think he's still ramping up. I don't know if the injury scared him or not. In preseason, he was dominant, but that is preseason. So in the NBA, I expect for him to get better. He's better than this, but he did come from a small school and now he's playing against NBA players. So it's a bit of a transition, you know, and as long as everyone is healthy on OKC, it's a bit of a log jam there for minutes, but keep an eye out on Jalen Williams. He's a very talented young player and he's ranked number 167 right now. Same goes for AJ Griffin for the Hawks. He's averaging seven points per game. Uh, not really any anything else in other stats, like one here, one there, one there. Blah, blah blah. But that's because he hadn't played much. He's only averaging 12 minutes per game, but still at seven points per game. That is because he had a huge 24-point performance um, the other night. So th- things were looking promising for him, but the next game, not so much. So just the ups and downs of a rookie year. They can be special. They can be explosive. But when you're on a playoff contending team, it's hard to get minutes sometimes unless the position you play it's very shallow, so, but it was great to see AJ have a breakout game next Jeremy Sohan, seven points per game, three and a half boards, one steal per game, half block per game. He's kind of being the role player that I thought he would be for San Antonio. He is the one of the youngest players to start for San Antonio, and you know, since Tim Duncan, and he's just playing his role. I had him projected as a role player. that's what he is. He should not have been a lottery pick, um, but he was. And it just is what it is. <laughs> There's nothing much I could say. He's not been bad, he's just there. Um, next, Andrew Nimhardt, six and a half points per game, three and a half assists per game, almost one steal per game. Andrew Nimhardt, early second round pick to the Pacers, has been impressive to me. I thought, why well, draft him? You could have got a forward. A lot of Pacers fans felt the same way. He's been amazing. I was like, he's going to stay behind TJ McConnell, Tyrese Hallner. He'll never play. He's playing 20 minutes per game in 10 games and playing really, really well. And the talent is there, but I didn't think he would be playing this much or at all, really. I thought he'd be in the G League. He's getting 20 minutes per game. That's impressive for Andrew Nembhard. And he has not looked like it's been too much for him. He's not in over his head. Keep an eye on Andrew Nembhard. If you're in like fourteen team teams or team leagues or whatever, you should know that name. Playing very well, Jake Laravia, another young player, playing very well, and almost nineteen minutes per game, averaging six point four, and around four rebounds per game. He's just a great fit for Memphis. Same with David Roddy, he averaging five points, similar stats. They are great fits for Memphis. When we see Memphis take players in the draft, we're always like, <laughs> "You're always surprised," you know. You don't expect much, but lately, after they hit on Desmond Bain, it's like we expect a lot now. <laughs> you know, they hit on a couple guys, and they draft Jake Laravia. It's like, uh, why? That seemed a little high for him. Draft David Roddy. What? I didn't like his tape at all, and. You just have to shut up when Memphis is drafting because look what they have now. Players that fit perfectly in their system, in their scheme, and it's no complaints. I mean, they're Memphis guys, and there's no looking back. They picked the right guys for them. Next, I'm going to talk about Walker Kessler. Six points per game, five rebounds per game. That's good. Almost two blocks per game. And lately, his blocks have been ramping up around seven blocks in the last three games. And that's in, he's averaging 15 minutes per game. Utah does not know what they're doing, <laughs> does or do they? You know, Danny Ainge seemed like he was trying to tank. The talent on the floor seemed like they were trying to tank. Well, when you put the ball in those guys' hands, you have a bunch of winners on that team. So Walker Kessler, who we thought could start, is only getting 15 minutes per game. If he, those minutes were at 20, 25, you have a top seven fantasy guy. Right now, he's a little bit further down on the list, but playing very well. Can't complain at all. He's ranked 135 thus far in 15 minutes per game. So whenever they get uh, the boy with the ponytail out of there, Kelly O'Linick, <laughs> you know, expect his minutes to go up. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Marjan Beauchamp, only averaging six points per game, three boards, but his minutes are starting to ramp up. He had a really great game one, one a few games ago. Next game was a complete dud. Game after that back being pretty good. You know what I mean? So look for him to start earning minutes. And he's on a championship team. Truly hard to get minutes on the championship team. So for him to have a great game on the championship team, very impressive, uh, very promising. Just look out for him because he looked like he belonged, even though the next game he did not. But I could see them working him in there a little bit more now. And I'll give a shout-out finally to... Christian Coloco, he's only averaging four points per game, um, but he's averaging 1.4 blocks per game. A couple games ago, he had a five or six block game. So his minutes are picking up. Um, Precious Achua is out. Um, Another player, Pascal Siakam is out as well. So Coloco is going to continue to get minutes. He's a guy projected to be in the second team all-rookie. And you just have to love that he's getting an opportunity to play. And like you said, you know, you're going to see a lot of news about these players um and a lot of overreactions like man, why is he getting minutes? Oh, he's incredible. Why why is he even playing? He's terrible, you know. All of it is just sit back, watch the games, let them play their rookie year out. It's all a learning experience. No one is coming in here to be dominant their rookie year. It may happen, which is looking like it may happen, especially with Paolo. But this is a learning curve for year for these guys. So you have to give them time to develop. And in my opinion, they're exceeding expectations. We have eight players in the top 182. Last year, I think there were about eight players in the top 300. (laughs) So, you know, these guys are playing great. And that's not to mention the guys that are on their way up. So I'm very proud of this rookie class so far. Do not overreact. Continue to show them support. Look out for them. If there's any rookie you want me to cover, let me know. Um, My voice is back, like I said, so I should be back with more episodes coming up soon. Thank you all for listening. Subscribe. Please subscribe. (laughs) Appreciate you for watching. Until next time, I'm out of here. Peace.